When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. Mike Tirico called it a monumentous achievement in broadcasting or a historic achievement in broadcasting. Uh, the most streamed event ever. Chiefs Dolphins, they're claiming north of 20 million people watched Chiefs and Dolphins. How's your Peacock experience? See, I pay the five bucks or whatever it is for Peacock. So do I. You know, that's never been. I might even it might even be included in like my internet um, thing. Yeah. So it's not. It wasn't something that I was. There was no uh, gnashing of teeth that was done by me going into this game. I, I've got I've got every one of these apps. The thing I'm getting pissed off about on these apps lately is when they they now will have movies or shows that I want to watch that are on the app, and now they're trying to get me to pay extra for those too. Do you have that problem? Yeah, it's four ninety nine, and it's not even the HD version of it. I'm like, get the hell out of here! This, yeah, that, that's happening on Amazon Prime and um, and 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 Peacock to me sometimes. But yeah, I watched it, had no problem with it. I thought the number would be lower because the game in the second half was uh, non-competitive, it was a blowout. Um, so I don't know I mean, how listen, they. If, if twenty three million people actually watch that thing, I mean, just get just get used to it. We'll, we'll we'll have two streaming playoff games. Amazon will get a streaming game. I disagree with that. How? Because because I think that they're going to run it. I I think with the with anti, with the antitrust uh, deal that they've got with right the government. I think the more games they put behind a paywall or put on a subscription based thing, they're going to invite grandstanding politicians to stick their nose in and get involved in this. And I don't think the NFL wants that. I think they feel like they can get away with one. I honestly don't think they can get away with two. I don't know. I mean, listen, they have lobbyists. They'll take it, whatever the line is, they will take it right up to it. Yeah, I think this is it. Putting a playoff game on a on a subscription-based thing, I think, is the line. Maybe. Uh, do you look at the Chiefs as Super Bowl contenders when you saw how they drove right down the field on the Dolphins and their defense held them to seven points. I know conditions played a huge part of it, and Tua was throwing ducks out there. But that coach, that defense, that quarterback, that lopsided of a result, are you back to believing that they can win this thing? I really don't yet because one of these games, or maybe two of them, are going to be on the road. And we just don't know what that looks like yet. We've never seen it before. So if it happens this week in Buffalo, or it it happens in two weeks in Baltimore... Uh, that's going to be the real test. It's not like I think overall they're the type of team this year that has shown me that they're built to win uh, those types of games yet. Um, I think Rasheed Rice and the way that he's come on is a big deal for them. I think that's a massive development. Pacheco looks great. Uh, Offensive line run blocking really well. Uh, Kelsey looks old as dirt to me though, man. I think he looks brutal. He had those drops, and even when he catches the ball, he looks like he's running in slow motion to me, like he's got a piano tied on his back. So 
I don't know, Danny. I don't think that they look like a Super Bowl contender yet. If anything, the Dolphins, to me, it's, we ask these questions all the time. More about the team that won or more about the team that lost. To me, it was more about the team that lost. What a fraudulent outfit the Dolphins are. They went 0-6 against teams in the playoffs that weren't named Dallas Cowboys this year. Yeah, and they didn't and they didn't score more than 21 points against any of them either uh, when they actually played the good team. And you could see it from the second Tua came out of the tunnel. He did yep. not want to be there, man. That's he why wanted I was no just, part of that game. Dude, that's what I was just going to say. Is he AFC Jared Goff? Like, everything needs to be perfect. Home road splits. You worry about cold weather. Like, they're always going to – because, dude – It was very clear that the Chiefs came out, throw, 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 right? First three plays of the game, and they converted to third and 10. Yep. And you got a fist pump from Mahomes on the third and 10. On the first quarter of the game, third throw completion, because he airmailed the first two. And they clearly came out and said, our guy can throw in this weather, and we're going to throw. This is not just going to be a Pacheco game, even though he played well. Like, we, we are not afraid of this. We can handle it. And then when Tua had to throw, he couldn't do anything down the field. Tyreek beat one guy one time, and that was it. Everything else was dinking and dunking, and if he had to drive the ball down the field, it was it was horrible, and it was obvious to anybody with an untrained eye that he didn't have the arm strength for it. I don't mind Miami wanting to come out and run the ball on Kansas City because they've got the personnel to do it. It's just it, – it didn't seem like they were – sold on it. It didn't seem like they were committed to it. It didn't seem like they believed in it. There was nothing about them that made me feel like they welcomed the adversity that was the the, the weather for that game. Um and look, I think it's I think it starts with the quarterback there. I mean, it's it's really kind of strange because Tua talks a lot. He uses a lot of these war metaphors Obviously, his background, he was coached uh, tough by his dad. He played for Nick Saban. Like, you would think that he would relish situations like that, but I didn't think he did, Danny. And I don't even think golf is even a fair comparison anymore because even the games in Miami down the stretch, the Bills game last week, I didn't think he played well in down in Miami. So, no, that's, and, and that's you, true. That's and you've got perfect true. weather there. So, Look, I, I listened to the ESPN conversation about him this morning. I thought there were good arguments on both sides talking about what you do with him because they picked up his fifth-year option and that's it. There's no long-term contract like Burrow and Herbert. And on one hand, you want to say because the guy's career almost ended last year, hey, tip your hat to this guy. He led the league in passing. He didn't miss a single game this year. He stayed healthy. He was one of the NFL's best quarterbacks. But on the other hand, as you've pointed out in the past, you just feel like there's a glass ceiling on this guy. Well, and you just feel like he can't overcome good. Like he's just he's stuck there, he's stuck a tier two below the great quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, and I'm not at all convinced that he elevates them. We've seen when he's not there that you can do worse than him, but it's not like he makes Tyreek Hill better. Tyreek Hill makes him better. And Mike McDaniel seems to make all of them better. So I wouldn't pay him long-term yet. I think picking up the fifth-year option is totally reasonable, but 
that looks like it'll be a team. I mean, Tyreek Hill's prime won't last another few years, but that looks like it could be the type of operation with McDaniel as the head coach that would be very attractive for plug-and-play veteran quarterback X two or three years down the road. Like, give Tua a chance to prove you wrong, and if it costs you a few million bucks on the aggregate of the uh, contract, fine. But he does not deserve to get paid until he proves that he can elevate everybody else around him, I don't think. But um, McDaniel seems like he's pot committed to him with the things he, that he has well, said he, about to him. He says the all the right things. You we, you know, now, he goes above and beyond though, Danny. He lays it on thick with Tua. He really does. He has from the start of that relationship. Well, actions, man. It's an actions league. They didn't pay him and they picked up the fifth year option. That is a that is a commitment, but it is not a wedding. That's a, that's a ring on the finger, but we we don't we haven't set a wedding date <laughs> yet. You know, we're going to, we're going to figure it out. We're going to see, we're going to do couples counseling. We're going to, you know, like there, if that happens, right. And you break off the engagement, Mm. what goes on with the ring? You, you get it back and then you pawn it or you keep it for the next girl. And you don't tell the girl that somebody else had the ring, but then the ring has to get resized because the fingers might not be the same size. You know what I'm talking about here? I mean, I do not from per- firsthand experience, but yeah, I think if you don't get it back, then that tells you that you were already engaged to the wrong one. You if definitely- you can, you threaten legal action to get it back. I mean, you could threaten legal action in this country for anything, but well, I, I don't think you could get it back because you gave it to her technically, and she's in possession of it, which I hear is nine tenths of the law. Yeah, but maybe the one tenth is the one tenth is for situations <laughs> like this. <laughs> 